You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 124, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, as you dream big and hustle hard, be patient. Be patient with yourself and be patient with God's plan. And joining me on today's show is Sanika Rohr. Sanika is a Christian wedding photographer and an educator that lives in Indianapolis. And her company, Soul Creations Photography, is a ministry that focuses on serving brides spiritually and practically on their journey to the aisle. Soul Creations has two professional photographers that capture testimonies as well as also providing budget wedding photographers professional mentoring and education to help them make their dream a career as well now on today's show Sneak is going to share live your life on mission for God she's also going to talk about know your numbers which is so very important as well as work like it depends on you and pray like it depends on God I love that so welcome to the show Sneaker. Thank you so, so much. It's a pleasure to be here. I love that uh, what you're doing is combining a passion of yours, which I'm assuming is uh, creativity and photography, but also being able to blend what I know is very important to you, which is your faith and love uh, for God in your business as well, which is something that I've been able to do with uh, this particular podcast since we launched in February. And I must say, uh, it just completely transforms the way in which you're doing business and everything just aligns. Have you found that to be true too in the work that you do? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like there's, there's always a missing piece if you don't have that true aspect of being able to have your faith um, in corporate life, whatever it is that you're doing. And I've definitely found that within Soul Creations. Yes. What was it that uh, prompted you to uh, start Soul Creations? Has it been something that you've, um, I I guess, seen others do? Or, I mean, obviously you've had a passion for photography, but what was it around uh, photographing weddings that really captured uh, an interest in you and obviously to, to start your business in that area? Yeah. So it was actually from um, my wedding process. Um, When my husband and I were getting married, we had a lot of difficult scenarios and circumstances. I mean, just imagining and running back in my mind through Mm. all the decisions you have to make and other players in the game, like parents and family members who, you know, say things that you're not expecting or ask Mm. things of you that you don't actually want to do. Um, I realized afterwards that if I had someone who was a professional who could guide me through that process and help me spiritually, I would have been so, so incredibly benefited from that. So in addition to having the skill of photography, which I truly honed in on during my college years, I chose to um, really like take it to the Lord and during devotional time, um, quite often after marrying my husband, really choose to decide and decide to move forward with the calling that I knew he was like 
very much um, putting to the forefront of my mind of being yes. that person that mm-hmm. I wish would have been there for me yeah. while using the skills of photography. Yeah, I love that. And how often do we see a need or a gap in the marketplace because of something that we've experienced? And mm-hmm. often when we don't take it to the Lord in prayer or we don't take that action, it really remains that unfulfilled dream. And I absolutely understand, I mean, where you, you're coming from because sometimes when you're working with people and there's that half of you and it's the better half and it consumes all of who you are you just want to open up and share that with someone yet if you haven't given yourself permission to do that and created your business around that um, it just feels like you you know there's only part of you that is really showing up so let's talk Mm -hmm. about live your life on mission for God I think what we've spoken about just previously certainly aligns with this but if someone is listening or watching today that hasn't quite yet really focused their business to bring some of this faith aspect because that can be something that really separates um, you know out in the marketplace if someone is someone who's very Mm -hmm. like-minded and is themselves thinking I wish I could find someone in this area who loved the Lord as I do what would you say to him or her yeah great question so truly one of the most terrifying parts of starting the business was being so special in having such a small target audience and a small niche Um, but being able to stand firm and say you know what there are people who are going to like this and there are people who are not. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. That's mm-hmm. truly a good thing. You want people to say a deep yes or a deep no. If you're trying to market to truly every single bride in the world, that's just, you're not going to be perfect for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's similar with any other photography industry or, um, I mean, photography niche or other industry. Mm-hmm. Because say I was a professional, professional Indian wedding photographer. Mm -hmm. That is extreme. There's a three-day process. There are so many different kinds of traditions that go into that as well. And so to specialize right there is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And while bringing faith into it is a scary part, I had to, um, and I would recommend to kind of separate yourself from that and understand objectively from a business mindset, that's good. Mm. If if you truly are able to speak to your audience better because you're like-minded, you have a leg up because in marketing and in sales, you have to understand your target audience. And so for me personally, the Christian bride is a gal that I totally understand and I can sit next to and walk the entire way to the aisle with and encourage her right alongside because I know what she needs to hear and what she is going to be encouraged by. And so if you have an audience like that, even if it is faith-based, that's a strong, strong thing that you should absolutely continue to cultivate. Yeah, I love that. And it's such a great reminder that when you do really niche, and here we call it niche. So if I call it niche, it's still still the same thing. (laughs) Um, I think it will often, as you said, have us thinking, well, uh, what if, I now completely separate myself from a large part of the market, Mm -hmm. which actually Mm -hmm. is scarcity thinking, isn't it? And that there's so much business out there. And the message that you mentioned, we create when we're sharing on social media, when we're creating the experience face to face or, you know, just communicating with our ideal clients, it really solidifies that relationship because he or she understands that you really get them and through that entire process they really feel cared about and that you have their best interest at heart and it really 
what I find too is that it stops the situation where you start working with a client that is really against your values, you know. So mm-hmm. I imagine for me, if I'm working with someone who is dabbling in things that really, you know, in the Bible says, well, hang on a minute, that's actually witchcraft. For me to then help elevate that message, it's kind of like it, it just feels you know, um, just inauthentic and I certainly wouldn't want to be involved in that. So that's why it's so important. Plant your flag in the st- in the sand and say, this is who I'm here to serve yeah. and support. And I'm sure that you found once you've made that decision and sometimes God waits for us to really, how, how serious are you about this? And when we <laughs> yeah. confirm that, then doors open up, opportunities open up and I'm sure you've got lots of examples like that as well, yes? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was surprising. I mean, our first year of business was truly just last year and we were completely packed. It was a fully booked year. And for photographers, uh, 20 weddings is a fully booked year. You can do 30 or 40, but for an average average wedding photographer 20 is quite a lot that's yeah. generally half the half the weekends in the summer. Yeah. So it was full bookings and there were 18 out of the 20 brides were all the ideal client, which is absolutely an incredible testimony to, Mm -hmm. you know, truly praying like it depends on God, working like it depends on you and speaking truth and saying like, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And do you want to come along with me? I'm ready to help you to the aisle. And so many people said yes. And again, this year, so many people and already next year, so many people. Wow. Amazing. And Mm -hmm. uh, I love the way that you were able to state, you know, firm numbers. And this is something that I'm finding. I've got a number of different podcasts. One is Women in Leadership and Mm -hmm. a number of people that I've spoken to who are in the area of actually, you know, handling numbers, crunching numbers, say that unfortunately one of the greatest factors that will um, impact a business is not knowing your numbers and something that unfortunately happens with women we don't like to talk about numbers it might be a little bit confusing but really we need to be empowered to know our numbers so that we can track and monitor what are some of the numbers that you recommend especially too when you're mentoring other photographers and I'm sure it's going to be relevant for businesses no matter what industry that they're in what are some of the key numbers we need to know because if not then we're really not going to be able to build a successful business that continues to grow. Yes, absolutely. I'm so glad that we're talking about this because it truly makes the difference between a thriving and sustainable Mm. company and just, you know, something that will fall off soon because Mm. it's not going to be able to be fully profitable for you. And you want to make sure of that. So a few numbers that I always chat with um, all my students about are first and foremost, the salary that you need to take home. Mm. So in order to know that salary, you have to know your personal expenses and the things that you absolutely need to cover. If you have a partner, Mm -hmm. you need to talk with them and say, how much money do I need to be bringing in truly? And so you're able to at least get that number one salary and you can truly figure that out. After that, you really need to know how much money your business needs to bring in and what expenses you have. Say for a photographer, there's generally um, an editing software that you subscribe to or a photo delivery software. There's always some kind of insurance like photography equipment insurance or professional liabilities, stuff like that. And then from knowing those business expenses, you can know how much your business as a total needs to 
bring in to pay off those expenses and your salary. And so that, with those numbers, create your cash flow. Yes. And what I really chat with my girls about is exactly how to figure out your cash flow mm -hmm. and know how long you're in the green. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you're a Dave Ramsey fan. I absolutely mm -hmm. am. Mm -hmm. And to be able to be in the green for as long as possible, not having a credit line, that's always what I recommend. Yes. Being able to truly work and build intentionally mm -hmm. and put your money exactly where it needs to go and stewarding those funds well all comes together in the cash flow mm -hmm. to know how long you're going to be able to pay yourself a salary and how much you're going to be having every month to cover those expenses yeah. and honestly knowing my numbers is exactly why I was able to go full-time in this career mm -hmm. and continue to be full-time year after year. Yeah, so important. And I think once you start to get clear because it's written down, you're monitoring and you're continuing to track and you know exactly uh, how much you need. And then obviously there's a profit um, aspect to that as well so that you know that out of that, um, you're making a little bit of profit or whatever that, that sits well with mm -hmm. your business. But I think also too where that helps, and I'd love you to speak a little bit about this too because I know as many women, they struggle with this, is charging yeah. what they are worth. But if you've got black and white figures, you've got various mm -hmm. packages that you put together, when you're talking mm -hmm. to a client, you state your price. Yet for some women, it just, <laughs> you know, like do I charge too much, do I offer a discount, you know, all this inner chatter. Speak a bit more mm -hmm. about this because I'm sure that this is an area that you help a lot of clients uh, with yourself. And maybe there were some things that you did to support you as you really started to have that inner confidence mm -hmm. that when you stated mm -hmm. your fee, your price, for the package that was it yeah. yes yes I oh my goodness that was also a journey mm. I would say at the beginning of my business I definitely undercharged mm. I was just trying to get people in the door and in general that was a very interesting variety of people as well clientele wise because um, there wasn't a true set um, price or set experience for that bride. And so when I was able to really get that together and know my numbers, know the black and white, it was an objective conversation. Mm -hmm. So whenever I would have a meeting with a potential bride and at the end I would give them a quote mm -hmm. and it w I told them up front, this is the most uncomfortable time for me, but this is what it is. Mm -hmm. This is what it is. If you want to work with my business, we would love to have you this is what it is. Mm -hmm. And I gave them a couple options for some adjustments, but I would never give a discount. Mm -hmm. I would truly state it as a matter of fact, because all emotions were gone. It's, yes. I can't help it. I know the numbers I need to make. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to, don't worry about it. Yeah. One day, somehow God's going to provide another bride. I'm going to pray like it depends on him and work mm -hmm. like it depends on me. But I need to be able to bring this much in yes. at the end of the day. So being able to look at it more objectively and have the background of the numbers mm -hmm. and be able to stand and say, this is what it is, was truly what helped me get over the hurdle, as well as know that another person will come along. Like, mm -hmm. it's okay if someone says no. Not everybody has to say yes. 
and not everybody is a match. Yeah, I love that. And I think one of the things that I have found in my business as um, you know, the various business uh, programs that you launch, that as you continue to have more conversations and you do get more yeses, there's a level of inner confidence that it just becomes that conversation. And mm -hmm. then you can really mm -hmm. focus on building engagement and really finding out exactly what she needs, ensuring that mm -hmm. your package aligns and can certainly support her in delivering what she's looking for. And then I think towards that time where you start to talk about the financial aspects of this relationship, it just becomes something that they go, yeah, all right, it might be a, oh, okay, but because of the fact that you've supported them all throughout mm -hmm. that conversation, it becomes a far more easier yes for them because they realize through that entire process, you know exactly what uh, they are wanting and you can deliver on that. Have you found that to be true too so that the conversations just get easier and easier? And why I ask that is if it is still uncomfortable for someone, keep going because it will become more easier for you to have those yeah. conversations. Have you found that as well? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Another piece of encouragement and just business advice I give to the, the women that I mentor, the photographers, is to serve that client well before you sell. Yeah. Then you don't feel like any mm -hmm. sort of, you know, used car salesman or someone who's greedy because you're not. Yeah. You care more about the person than the money. Mm -hmm. And if your heart really just needs the money, that's something that you also need to kind of retract and reflect on yes. because truly people do not want to be sold to people mm. want to buy and so when you are serving your client way before they ever hear a price tag mm. they will know you care more about them yes. and you bring value to the relationship and whatever that value costs then they decide mm. yeah so true and i think a lot of businesses no matter what industry that they are in don't recognize that every action, every interaction they have with your business before they even get to have that conversation about sharing mm -hmm. more about how you might be able to support them impacts your brand, so creates an experience. So if at the front end you're a little bit disorganized and things like that, that's gonna speak your brand, isn't it? So you're talking about mm -hmm. the, how they're following you on social media, what are you sharing? Don't have, you know, every day when things do go into turmoil a little bit, don't be posting that on social media, keep that to yourself. <laughs> so it's things like that, isn't it? Have it set up, mm -hmm. have it streamlined so that people feel supported right the way throughout uh, the journey. This is so important because I think often, as uh, entrepreneurs, what we can do is really focus on the issue at hand, but in actual fact, it, cre it, it as you said so beautifully, it's actually the experience that you've created before mm. you've even um, you know, gotten to that uh, stage. So important. We could talk about this all day. <laughs> I think it's a topic that uh, continues to, uh, yeah, for, for, especially for people that are just starting out, be one that they mm -hmm. hesitate. Let's talk about work like it depends on you, pray like it depends on God. I love that. Mm. Share more. Oh, well, I have quite many stories, but mm. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one, one that happened recently. Yeah. So for every wedding, we work through a very, very complex, thorough photography timeline mm. to ensure as much seamless this on the wedding day as possible mm. to help the bride know that it's going to go smoothly so she can truly focus on um, the fact that she's going to be united yeah. with 
you know, her beloved and really glorify God throughout that day. And so the more work we do on the back end, visiting locations, choosing exactly where their portraits are going to be if they want to go off off of the venue site, and even creating the family groupings, which can be 20 to 40 family groupings. It's quite extensive. So to work through all of that is working like it depends on God. That's a perfect example. Now that happens on the wedding day. That happens in the back end of the business. And we can even talk about, you know, finding and hiring professional photographers and associates like I have, as well as all the other people we work with and working as hard as you can because it depends on you, but praying like it depends on God. A great example is from a recent wedding day when we had worked as much as we possibly could to create a seamless timeline, give the bride an incredible experience from the start to the end. We prayed with her after every phone call and totally made sure that she was focused on the Lord throughout her entire engagement with her groom. But still on the wedding day, there was just one moment, one moment, one small judgment call that just went a little bit astray. And because of that, the timeline got off and stress started to mount and stress started to rise. And it was about 30 minutes prior to the ceremony. The one moment, you know, that you want to make sure is as stress-free as possible. And so in that moment, I remember thinking to myself, all right, Lord, what is it here? Like, what do I do right here? Because I've done everything I can do now, what? And he gave me words. Mm -hmm. And so I went up to her even though she was trying not to look at anybody and was really, really very stressed and tense. Mm -hmm. And I patted her on the shoulder and very quietly, I said, Hey, you know what? We're going to get everything done that we need to do today. There's a bigger story here. It's time to focus on what's about to happen and how amazing God is. It's okay. And that was all she needed to hear. And she looked at me and she said, thank you. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. And so true to that fact, whenever there are moments behind the scenes in the business and hiring or little mistakes that, you know, oh no, I paid for something way too long or overcharged mm-hmm. here or undercharged here. That was a bad decision. There's so many things on the back end that happen in the business too. Yes. And still we work like it depends on us. We do as much as possible, but then we will stop and say, hold on one second. God, please help me here. Yeah, so, so true. And I, I love why, um, another reason why I love this is that sometimes what we do, it's finding that balance. What am I responsible for and what can mm-hmm. I leave to God? And in some instances, we're expecting God to do almost our social media. We're not actually getting into action. And God doesn't do social media. He doesn't no. do sales calls. If he did, I'm sure he would be hired across many businesses. But he is. Mm-hmm. He does the supernatural, doesn't he? And uh, we yeah. need to do the, the work. And there may be areas that uh, we really need to be more proactive in uh, so that he can do what he does best I love the way you know in in circumstances whether we're thanking him because things are flowing smoothly or whether things are not going as smoothly that we can just cry out and go Lord you know we you need to to step in give me some insights here that on both those spectrums when we really incorporate him into our businesses that is when he can show up in the unexpected places 
unexpected mm. conversations with people that uh, I'm sure that you know, there are projects that you have had and clients you've worked with as you're taking photographs there of capturing these beautiful memories for your clients that you often think I just you know praise him that you are here and feeling so blessed to be able to mm -hmm. do work that you love while also honoring him at the same time I'm, I'm sure oh, you get absolutely. that every time you're working with a client yeah <laughs> yes. so yeah share more share a little bit more about the work um, that you do from a photography point of view for you know potential brides that may be listening to this or someone who knows a, a bride that uh, may certainly be able to benefit from your services and then also a little bit about the work that you do for photographers and how you can mm -hmm. support them and the best way to connect with you yeah absolutely so for brides or photographers both both I love to serve and going to the website is the best place to go um, in order to connect, which is soulcreationsphotography.com. Specifically for brides, what we love to focus on is helping you fully be present in your engagement season because as slow and long as it seems, it truly goes quick. I promise it goes quick and your wedding day will be here before you know it. And so practically, we give tons of tips and advice and encouragement mm -hmm. um, on how to deal with difficult situations, say with your, your mother-in-law-to-be or your groom, if there's something going on, as well as to practically be served with a lot of tips and tricks and engagement sessions, understanding how the entire wedding day is to go. And we walk mm -hmm. you through timelines. We walk you through how to, you know, truly feel the most comfortable in front of the camera, as well as give quite a large 75-page bridal guide to know what to expect on your wedding day. And so then when you're taken care of practically, you can truly move into the spiritual aspect. Mm -hmm. And that's where we come in, like we were talking about on social media and serve spiritual advice every single day mm. in order to ensure you are keeping Christ at the center of engagement. Yeah, fantastic. So that's what we do for brides. It's mm. an awesome ministry. I can't even I can't even begin to explain how beautiful and how much of a blessing mm. it is to be on this side and praying over every couple at every meeting, every phone call before every first look mm. on the wedding day and be there with you. Yeah. Um and for for budding photographers this is a new fantastic element of the business that the Lord's put on my heart because a servant leader, as you step up, you also reach back and help. Mm. And I love to be able to do that specifically because women all over, all over the world have been um, just benefiting from the advice and education mm. that I give. Yes. So on the website, you'll see there's tons of different newsletters and things and downloads that you can get for free. And we mm -hmm. also offer personal mentoring from me and an online course for you to truly be able to go from the A to Z aspects mm -hmm. of starting your business. And that truly goes into the most in-depth knowing your numbers that mm -hmm. I could ever explain, which is fantastic, as well as marketing and selling mm -hmm. by serving clients and pieces like that. So yeah. it's fantastic. It has been a blessing to also be running that specifically because you can see how just changed a person's lifestyle is when they're able to get everything together to click yes. because generally photographers are of the creative mindset and 
just a big thing in my life has been a business mindset looking at photography. And so to have um, the ability to teach what the business side of photography looks Mm. like in a full thorough explanation course, really Mm hands-on has been awesome to be able to do. I love that. And I think, you know, for creatives, we often see things like crunching numbers and and those practicals and spreadsheets and all the, the good stuff as you know it's not something that we really are passionate about but it's so important because once Mm -hmm. you get those things right and you have the documents and templates that you can continue to very easily and simply complete that opens you up to be able to do more work with the clients Mm -hmm. who you want to serve and support and at the end of the day not feel worn out and not get paid what you're worth and obviously not being able to cover your expenses with which if you're not tracking your numbers you might get to the end of the year and realize you haven't actually made a profit at all it's cost Mm -hmm. you to be in business which uh, is something we don't want to be when it comes to being a Christian entrepreneur. So uh, that's certainly uh, very, very useful to know. So we'll put all of those details on how Mm -hmm. to connect with you, Sonika, on the website, Mm -hmm. here on the show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE124. One of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests before we finish up the show is just saying a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? Absolutely, absolutely. Fantastic. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Sonika today and just hear how she's so passionate about uh, her photography, her creativity, and also in her business incorporating you so that it really is you-focused, Christ-focused as she's continuing to work with her clients. Father, we just want to ask for your continued blessing and favour upon her work as she's uh, really supporting uh, brides-to-be in creating and capturing beautiful memories of their days and so we just want to uphold her and thank her for the advice and the insights that she shared whilst also um, reminding us on how important it is to bring everything that we're doing in our business to prayer um, so that we work on what we need to do as our uh, end of uh, the business and then also pray and ask for your support in uh, what you do to really help us continue to build a business that uh, glorifies and honours you. And we ask this Mm. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been uh, so uh, such a pleasure and honour to speak with you today and just be reminded of, uh, yeah, the incredible opportunities when we really stick stay firm and, and true to uh, to who we know that we are in, in Christ and then be able to continue to deliver our services in a way that honours him too. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, you're so welcome. It's been a pleasure. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.